Good morning and welcome. This is Pastor Lucy Painter with your daily insight. It is a new week and I believe that you have been blessed this month as we continue to gather on the topic of faith. We've had wonderful people, Anita Flo, and we also had uh, Minister Mboro. Anita Flo talked about the aspects of faith and Minister Mboro talked about faith that works. And today as we start concluding on the topic of faith, I want to just talk about faith in action. The Bible says that faith without works is dead. And so as we discuss about faith, I want to talk about people who mixed their faith with works, who put their faith into action, and their faith produced results. Since the beginning, I started by talking about what is faith and why we need faith and the essence of faith. And we have continued building up as a team with my co-host the importance of faith. And but as we come to the conclusion of faith this month, I just want to put the punchline. You are so built up on faith, but we need you out there activating that faith, putting that faith into action. And so this week every day I'll be sharing with you stories of people in the Bible who put their faith into action and it produced results. So today as we discuss about faith in action I'm going to talk about the Canaanite woman talked about in Matthew 15:21 to 28. So imagine being at a point in your life when there is nothing but pain and desperation when you have tried everything possible to ease that pain with no luck and when you are at the end of the rope there comes someone with the very thing that you have been looking for the very last solution to your problem but they say no this was not meant for you i have saved it for someone who deserves it more than you do you know the bible says in matthew 15 from verse 21 to 28 Then Jesus left Galilee and went north to the region of Tyre and Sidon. A gentle woman who lived there came to him pleading, "Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David, for my daughter is possessed by a demon that torments her severely." But Jesus gave her no reply, not even a word. Then his disciples urged him to send her away. "Tell her to go away," they said. She is bothering us with all her begging. Then Jesus said to the woman, "I was sent only to help God's lost sheep, the people of Israel." But she came and worshiped him, pleading again, "Lord, help me." Jesus responded, "It isn't right to take food from the children and throw it to the dogs." She replied, "That's true, Lord." But even dogs are allowed to eat the scraps that fall beneath their master's table. Dear woman, Jesus said to her, your faith is great. Your request is granted, and her daughter was instantly healed. What a conversation between Jesus and this gentle woman. We see a woman, a mother's intense and persistent love for her child at a time when it seems that Jesus was ignoring her. This is a desperate mother, a mother who had tried everything that her culture 
and her gods had to offer as a cure for her child and nothing had worked. And then she hears of a man, a different man who has visited her country, a man who has a reputation of healing people suffering from even worse afflictions than her daughter. Imagine the relief she must have felt when she saw him. She had jumped the last handle or so she thought. After all the obstacles she had faced, here was salvation. Here was healing. But then what happens? Jesus fails to answer her. And her dis- and, and the disciples interpret this as rejection. They see his silence as his way of saying that he wants her gone. And even urge him to send her away. After all, she was a Gentile, a Canaanite, born of the enemies of Israel. His mother had been through enough pain. But right when she beheld the person she knew had the answer to her troubles, she was met with the rebuke of his disciples. As if that wasn't enough, Jesus, her last hope and the most compassionate person she had ever heard about, told her that he was not sent to help her kind. Could anything be more devastating than that? Anyone would have given up at this point. Just throw in the towel and surrender to fate. Besides, what's the point of going on when the only person who can help outrightly tells you no? But the woman came right back and worshipped him, pleading again, Lord, help me. Just when everyone would have expected her to crumble in despair, just after she had faced another hindrance, she looked up to him and pleaded, Lord, help me. She turned away from her trouble and looked up upon the very face of love, the very face of compassion, because she knew that therein lay her hope of salvation. She knew that in him lay the solution to her trouble. And in a shore of faith and resilience, she knelt before him and pleaded her case for the second time. Undeterred by what had transpired before that, nothing could have discouraged her. Not her daughter's sickness, not the rebuke of the disciples, not even being likened to a dog. You know, she even found words to tell Jesus, I don't mind the scraps. I don't mind the scraps. I don't mind the scraps. She had strong enough faith in the person of Jesus that even after the humbling and the painful testing she had gone through, it had remained persistence in the midst of the storm she was in. She never took her eyes off the only person who had the power and authority to calm that storm. She acknowledged and praised him in the midst of it. Such tenacity doesn't come unless with faith. It takes faith active faith for one to keep asking, to keep seeking, to keep knocking in such circumstances and criticism. This is what Jesus praised her for, her faith. This is what got her daughter the long-awaited healing, not even her history, her rebuke, suffering or race could stand in the way of such pure faith. 
It takes faith to believe in the works of Christ. It takes faith to walk in his ways, to rely and to put our entire hope in his promises. It is a gift imparted in us by God, a homing beacon for us when things seem bleak. It is this kind of faith, our faith in Jesus, a faith in its purest form that will keep us on our feet even when everything around us comes crumbling down. It is with this kind of faith that we will outlast illnesses, breakdowns, criticism, and everything the world will haul at us. Faith in the person, faith in the compassion, in the love, and in the promises of our Lord Jesus. Put your faith in action today. This is Pastor Lucy Painter with your daily insight. And this is Faith in Action, Day 1. Shalom. Shalom.